0: Welcome to the Parent Hub Live Family Podcast. Join us as we encourage, challenge, and partner with you to help bring your best to parenting. Each episode will feature a parent from our Bethany community, and we hope that their stories will inspire yours, and we'll leave you with a few insights along the way. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the Parent Hub Live Family Podcast. Uh, we're so glad that you've taken time wherever you are uh, to join us here again. Our first guest... Uh, is very familiar to our Bethany family. Uh, Andrew Mills, you hear him regularly on Sundays and see him. Uh, and we are uh, especially thankful to be joined by his lovely wife, Krista. Well, hey, we want to get to know you guys a little bit. I know, uh, Andrew, through your sermons, we you're very open about who you are and your family and, and with life at home. Uh, but um, yeah, tell us um, maybe how you guys met. It doesn't matter, Krista or Andrew. You guys can, can sort of take this. Uh, how you guys met, um, and and uh, maybe a, a sort of a quirkiest habit that each of you have.
1: I think we met around I was six, five or six, um, and our parents or became actually close friends as well. So we grew up just playing as kids together. Andrew lived uh, with a bush and a pond behind his house, so this was new to me to be hanging out with all boys and getting dirty and messy and didn't quite understand it but he showed me just really taught me really how to have a lot of fun um and yeah and then we yeah we just were friends but if Andrew you know Andrew at all or his story or background he as we got older he dated everyone but me um growing up but I guess that's
0: a, that's for another podcast is it not <laughs> yeah we we oh that's gonna that. be
1: our how to date everyone
0: <laughs> we're podcast. definitely gonna pick that one up yeah. again thank yeah. you for that <laughs> and this is why we have Krista on the podcast <laughs> thank you Krista I'm sure that's not what we discussed prior to it's no. not on your notes is it andrew that's not on your notes
2: Okay, and um, I'll go then with quirky habits since you said that. Um, I think Krista's weirdest habit that is the most frustrating to me um, is she likes to study super late at night and I like to go to bed like, like regimented. So now that means- I'm Like I, an
1: old man who goes to bed like an old man.
2: Well, very much so now because now I'm often sleeping with earplugs and a mask because she likes to study till 1 a.m. and I'm like, I can't, I can't handle
1: this. Good study time, good study time right there.
0: Yes. Well that's I understand because that's quality time where everyone's in bed, it's nice and quiet. You've got time to yourself for sure. I can appreciate yeah. that. So you, then, probably, I, you probably have different rooms, right? You probably could study in another room. You probably don't have that's that. true. Throwing sure <laughs> that out there. I could
1: um, and Andrew, I would say, which everyone <laughs> you don't know might not know about it, but he likes to watch or listen and watch to all shows, all podcasts, all movies on double speed, not one and a half. No, no, no. Double speed, if not faster. It annoys me like nothing else. <laughs> you don't even understand what they're saying. <laughs> Slow down.
0: He just, no he, he just really likes the chipmunks, right? Yeah. And it's a throwback <laughs> to the chipmunks. <laughs> what would you? What would you say for you What do you say? The sort of the top three things you love most about your spouse. Okay. Do you want to go first?
2: You go first. You're okay. you're up on this one. Um, I would say like um some of the best things about Krista is, um, she is really unquestioningly, uh, well, she does question me, but like, incredibly supportive. Like, yeah. she's just, like, if we're doing something, she is in. Um, I love that about her. I actually think, um, I don't know if she would think this, but she's quite patient, actually. Mm. Um, like, living with me can be a challenge, I think. Oh, I'm that's quite, true. Like, um... <laughs> And, and I just love that about her. And I actually think, like, probably the biggest thing is that we have a lot of fun together. I just like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually like being with each other. So I think, yeah, those mm-hmm. are some of the ones I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
1: You? Uh, well, Martin, you work with him. So one thing I do love about Andrews is drive. He's got a passion and he's going for it. And uh, I think we all can like, we ooze off that, that passion and drive there. And you also have a passion for Jesus. I guess that'd be number two, um, yeah. that you, you love Jesus. You want to know more about Jesus. And I just try and like doggy paddle, to try and keep up with <laughs> what, what he's driving for. Um, and three, like three for sure is his cooking. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the man can cook. <laughs> so, so good. Now,
0: With was, was some of those cooking skills, were they evident early on in your relationship? Like even before you were married or have they sort of developed?
2: I don't think, you have any idea how utterly incompetent I was when we first got married? Okay. <laughs> I couldn't do laundry. I never cooked a thing in my life. I didn't clean. I was like, honestly, it was it was you pretty terrible. Video
0: games.
2: <laughs> you <laughs> games. I was essentially a teenager in marriage. It was not, it was not great. Like, was oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, I think yeah. I think there's probably a lot of people listening saying I could 100 percent identify right? <laughs> that my, that my husband is a big kid and all he does is play video games. Hundred <laughs> that's, yeah. no, that's awesome. If Andrew, you sort of shared one, uh, sort of top thing that, that drives you crazy about Krista, about her study habits late at night. Uh, Krista, is there one thing that sort of drives you crazy, crazy in a bad way? Not. In a, <laughs> There's sorry, a in a way.
1: Okay. So howie's a magical ability to take out the trash, but always forgets to put a new bag in. Drives me nuts, but probably the <laughs> is magical. Like the pile of clothes that are dropped in front of the shower, even if there's a laundry bin right there. <laughs> no, 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 no. They get dropped <laughs> in front of the shower. Those
2: would be the two. I, yeah, yeah. I would say that for sure. Those are yeah. The those two, are the probably sure. the ones
1: I bring up the most. <laughs> the <other laughs> that gets shoved under the mat. I'm sure.
0: Awesome awesome well we love we love having you guys at bethany how long have you guys how long have you been at bethany now
2: it's about five years five yeah. years okay years. yeah
0: yeah cool. i was gonna say four years but i'm like i think it might yeah. even be longer than that so yeah
2: five years in the summer so <laughs> yeah in the
1: summer we moved yeah. in the summer
0: what's uh what's one thing maybe that surprised you about the bethany family
2: yeah i didn't think i i think with um whenever you start like with a church mm-hmm. um you know, you have expectations and you're never sure sometimes how it kind of goes. I just, um, I've been really surprised, like in a good way of just about how much, um, I just think the values of Bethany are ones that I just wholeheartedly adopt mm-hmm. and and feel like, because you sometimes don't know that, right? Like people can put um, values on a chart, but whether they actually live it out is a very different thing. Um, and so I just really have a, yeah, I think that kind of, um, not necessarily surprised us, but it excited us. I was like, yeah. cause you never know for sure until you kind of get involved with the community, yeah. whether they're actually going to be practiced or just kind of stated. Sure.
1: And I never thought it would ever become home. I never, I always had thought that when I referenced home, it was Kitchen Waterloo area, that my family back there, I always felt that would always be home. And then somewhere down the tr- path in connection, and connection, it it's not like your physical residence, it actually feels like home. Right. So somewhere in that process, I was very surprised that this is now
0: yeah. home. How have, how have your kids um, connected and felt part of the community yeah. at, at Bethany?
1: Well, they were quite young. Um, when we moved, we had a six-year-old, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Right. And um, Hudson probably had the most of it because it was his kindergarten friends. So he yeah. did feel it. But honestly, and his only concern at the time was, do I get to still play hockey? So thankfully, to some lovely Bethany people, we got plugged into hockey pretty fast um, to make that transition. Asher wanted to make sure his Lego was able to be moved, Um, so that also um, happened. And Eden, I think, was just along (laughs) for (laughs) the (laughs) ride. And um, yeah, I think for them, they. Living in the city is fun too, to not, i like, guys, we used to have to drive everywhere just to get groceries. You have no idea how lucky this is, but they're loving, Eden has a passion for the beach that I never thought would come out. Asher is obsessed with anything mud and like Creek life and whatnot. And Hudson just likes to bike around to see his friends. So yeah, it's really, awesome. really
2: cool. It's been, it's been good. I think too, um, uh, the kids, like one of the good things about Bethany is um there tends like at least for our kids have found people even in their school who go to bethany mm-hmm. and so they have these um like connections there and they've made really good and healthy friendships mm-hmm. which for us is um really exciting and um and because uh, friendships are kind of hard to make right but um kids sometimes mm-hmm. be a bit more <clears throat> open to that and even uh last week um during school asher had a uh uh, supply teacher who is uh who goes to Bethany and this like blew his mind. He thought this was the best thing <laughs> that
0: happened. Um one thing one thing I want to dig in uh a little bit deeper with you guys one of the things I, I, I appreciate so much about you uh as a couple which is um and something that is very inspiring for me as a husband um is is how you have um chosen to sacrifice uh yourselves, your time, all that for your spouse. And, uh, I know Andrew, you've referenced a few times, um, in your sermons, the fact that again, Krista kind of gave up kind of everything she had for you to pursue this dream of kind of coming to Bethany and being a pastor here and leading our family. Um, right. And then now in turn, you're sort of kind of playing that role in Krista's life as she's pursuing, um, you know, a new career and and a passion of hers, right? And I just really appreciate, and I think it's a really, uh, really godly example of how uh, couples can and should uh, treat one another, right? Like, just that that self-sacrifice and and really putting your spouse first and really supporting their aspirations and their dreams and you've been a wonderful model uh, for that. Um, so I just want to dig into that a little bit and, and just speak to that uh, and help us as couples, help us as families to begin to see more of that in our own life, uh, in our own marriages. Um, so how do you? Um, so how did this kind of come about? Um, how do you know what each other's dreams are? Like, is it just sort of bucket lists?
1: Um, I might even take a stab on this one. Like, it's it's a process, okay? Because when Larry first asked Andrew it, if he would even consider the idea of coming here, my first reaction was over my dead body. <laughs> is that <gonna> happen? <laughs> so? So we have to say that this is a process. It can. It may not be an instant instant thing and that process when did he that took almost five years before we moved here so we're not talking an overnight it may not be an overnight thing this is something you journey with uh, with your spouse together and I think part of that journey is you need to talk you need to ask how um, are you going to figure out what makes the other tick or what passions and drives they have unless you ask and really dig deep and find out what they are most excited for in life and it doesn't have to be um, very strenuous conversations I think it's over great like we sometimes put down a bottle of wine and say we are going to talk about our hopes and dreams tonight and let's make a date out of it it's fun it's it's exciting and it's talking about what do you want to do in the next year what do you want to do in the next five years? Or what do you see growing in your life in the next 10 years? Um, and how are, how does that mesh together? Um, which is, and it changes. It's funny. You find out new things about each other too yeah. at the same time.
2: Yeah. And I think too with it, um, like sometimes when we have those conversations, we still do now because I think everybody's life is going somewhere. Oh,
1: you're not right? done. You're
2: um, not done after. And you still, you know, to be talking yeah. about what it is. Um, But even when we're talking like one year, five year, 10 Mm. years, sometimes too, it's not just like, do we want to go on a vacation or see this? It's really, we often try to talk about like where we passionate or where do we feel called to give, right? For us, that's going to be obviously for Krista with a midwife, that's a role, that's a job. For some people, it's not in a role or a job, but they still have a passion to do something, to give to something, to serve to something. Mm -hmm. And so for us, when it comes to dreams, it's really, it's really about that. Like it's about um, where do you feel really that you want to invest and I think couples should talk about that because um those are things that are on your heart that if aren't expressed can often lead to like regret or anything else mm-hmm. so I think it's important yeah. to just have really honest conversations but what is it that you're hoping to to do or to be or to experience in life mm-hmm. yeah so
3: can I ask a question then so for those of us who are not as goal-oriented or perhaps not as uh, dream conversation focused <laughs> <laughs> or if you're like me, you're the dream crusher because you like to get all the details out in front. Um, how do you create that space if you're not like that to to have that kind of conversation with your spouse to like to really just be able to dream it out and not, you know, maybe break it up into tangible goals right
2: away or. So I would say um, I'm going to talk for Krista. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's,
0: that's, that's always a good thing to do. <laughs>
2: So I think you need to have those conversations as couples. Um, But I think before you can even share that, you need to actually be reflecting personally in your own life. So before Krista ever told me that she wanted to be a midwife, um, I don't know, I think we have mentioned this before, but maybe not a lot. Um, But she went through a period of a year where she uh, was getting up early and just honestly praying and asking God, what is it I want to do with my life? We were here, right? So um, she didn't have really anything going along we moved here i was very busy and she was then really reconsidering what is it that i want to do so i think before you even have any of those conversations it's important some people are very natural that way and goal-oriented other people it should be spending time and processing and just saying and by processing i'm talking about like reflecting with god what is it that you want to be a part of as you look forward in um you know a little bit what are the desires god's placed on your heart that you want to maybe share and sometimes those are jobs sometimes those are serving sometimes those are you know maybe even creating something mm-hmm. um I think before you can kind of get to that space, it was a full year before she even told me she was thinking of being a midwife. That's true. (laughs) So she didn't mention it to me for a year. And then um, we went out on a date and she told me she wanted to be a midwife. And then I I did what I did do and started planning it out for how it would happen.
1: (laughs) So I knew he would do that though, Jen. So I actually had to, in my mind, be prepared for him to start running full steam. Like that's how much at that point we've been married for 10 years. I knew he was gonna if he was game and felt this is god's will in our lives that he would run with this full steam and i had to be prepared um so i knew i needed to take the time before and like do my research really figure this out first before i knew he would take off with it
3: (laughs) Uh, that i think is really helpful that individual personal reflection before you bring it together because i think that's that's just a beautiful way to connect around the things that god's placing in your heart and then like confirming that between the two of you. Mm-hmm. That's just uh, very helpful. Thank you. <laughs> and
1: we find, I even found like, sometimes we talked about our dreams, even especially when we were newly, newly married, we find that they weren't even meshing together. And this is something that, and that's okay to figure out, okay, you wanna do this, I wanna do this. One example for us was, when were we gonna uh, think about having kids? We realized we were on very different trajectories on this. Um, aspect and we realized okay how are we going to mesh your ideas and my ideas he won but <laughs> in the end it's like how are we how is this something we need to pray about now together and that's something i say like god won't lead you down a path where you're not where you guys are going into opposite directions as a couple i honestly believe that's not god's plan for you as a couple but how are we going to morph and how does that work together um it could timings could be a little different so yeah
2: and I think too, with this, I would just encourage couples uh, like to keep dreaming because mm-hmm. likely when you were first getting together, this is what you did. You talked about what your future could yeah. be like. This is actually what drew you together. <laughs> I was thinking about, well, what what could we do? What would life be like together? And then for some Hers reason- First revolved
1: around travel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: But then I think for some reason, yeah, after you are right. married yeah. for a while, that can sometimes fall, fall aside, but it shouldn't. Cause that's, you know, that dreaming about the future is what was so, I don't know, at least for us, it was really exciting. Yeah
0: because pursuing each other's dreams like you're talking about like it's not insignificant some of the sacrifices that you need to make Mm -hmm. to see those dreams happen so even in the pursuit of each of your dreams what sacrifices have you had to make uh in that um and has that been easy has that been hard like what kind of conversations have you had to continue to have to ensure that you're both on the same page because sometimes it's easy to dream about something Mm -hmm right? And to anticipate something, but that actual the reality of that coming true is totally different than what you thought, right? So the importance of staying on the same page.
2: I think in terms of like sacrificing stuff, there's a lot if you want to yeah. pursue things.
0: Because
2: um, <laughs> what that means is there needs to be change. And for there to be change, there's always a cost at some of some point. Yes. So I think in um, each of these, either us moving down here, or even Crystal going back to school, um, there's been a, a lot of costs with it.
1: Um, <laughs> I laugh because um even the process of moving you're getting very excited about a new opportunity new opportunity and then all of a sudden your house is up for sale and all of a sudden your neighbors are crying and all of a sudden I have to quit my job that I absolutely loved and the cost or then we couldn't even get a house down here and you're wondering god what is all this disaster and and you're just wondering did the cost just start mounting and I think that's when you have to get checked in on are we good? Are we together? And remember the goal in God's driven path for this and just that's the sacrifice is when there are challenges. <laughs> um, I laugh because the costs were literally costs and finances. Like on paper, it didn't make sense at all to move. <laughs> like for <laughs> Anders' job, I had the career. Come on. I. I sometimes joke, well, this might be too much, but I sometimes joke that I supported his pastor hobby. Um, <laughs> but it's like, what are we doing? What are we doing here? But if you look back, I didn't see it coming. I always thought, yeah, I'd be in a a career in academics, but now look, five years later, here I am. So, um, the costs are there, but you got it when God's giving you this passion. And like I said before, he won't, I believe he will not steer you in opposite directions.
0: I think even thinking through how, like Krista, how your dream came about, Mm -hmm. right? Like maybe this wasn't something that you were even considering before yeah before moving here before oh, being here, right and so sometimes it's actually you know our dreams become reality as we're pursuing our spouse's dream
1: it is right? yeah. yeah and it couldn't have happened at the same time like there's right. that wouldn't have worked and god's timing <laughs> is that he moved us here and yet i couldn't get a job here right. and Andrew will vouch, Jen will vouch. She saw me. I am not a great stay-at-home mom. I mean, there are many lovely moms out there who just rock it. And I was on, we called it the struggle boss <laughs> I nicely. I uh, did not feel that that's where God needed to be, but it was. And I just didn't see it at the time because I needed that wilderness time of struggling. what of, God, what are you doing with me to actually get me to realize what I needed to do, um, to go back to school for another degree, goodness, I was like, that's a lot, and, um, (laughs) I needed that time, or we wouldn't, and, okay, I needed to quit my job, I needed to move, and I needed to be unemployed, to be, um, (laughs) stay at home mom god needed all these to be put in my life in order to get me (laughs) to where i needed to be and without any of those pieces that piece starting with saying yes and supporting andrew on his dream here none of those in my life would have would have happened and
3: that just actually really makes me think like if i peel back one more layer does that change your uh sort of your you know how when you're working together as a couple, you sort of get your niches. You get, you know, somebody's really great at taking out the garbage and somebody's <laughs> really great at laundry, <laughs> whatever. Andrew's a really great cook now. <laughs> did 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 those roles or those uh, spaces change too as you sacrifice for one another inside of your relationship?
2: Yeah, I, I think they they really did all of a sudden we are picking up different pieces and that's going to change again. Like Chris is going to have to move at some point. And, um, like there's going to be pieces that I will pick up that right now I'm not or whatever Mm -hmm. else. I think even as you think about for me, um, like the, the sacrifices, some of the sacrifices most of sounds kind of funny, but like the comfort and convenience of regular living, (laughs) like that's really what you're giving up. Like, it's like yeah no things have to change now. we have to do this whatever else is going on change, is hard. change is hard and you get used yeah. to how things were but that's some of the All biggest right. things that yeah oh yeah those things have definitely changed chris has had to pick up new things <laughs> um Right now she's making lunches? I'm making
1: lunches.
3: Hasn't
2: happened um, <laughs> since we moved, so you know, that's all the uh, So now hurt. I'm
3: dying to know, do you have tips for those people that are going through that like upheaval? How do you how do you learn quick? Now you're the lunch maker. <laughs> and how do you not get frustrated or resentful or bitter while you're going through that? Oh, we have. <laughs> <laughs>
2: be
1: fair we can be honest on this podcast right (laughs) absolutely please do
2: (laughs) I think um no yeah there is that there Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing that helps though is um especially if you're talking about sacrificing like you're sacrificing for your spouse or for what's going on and remembering the why behind what you're doing so yeah um I'm gonna have to like manage the house um and Mm -hmm. Crystal will be gone but we're doing that so that then she can have Mm -hmm. um and it's not even just a career. She feels called to help, like like moms with babies. Like that's what mm-hmm. she wants to do. So yeah, I'm gonna give up this and this annoyance. Now I don't. I don't always think that way. Sometimes I'm like, Ugh, right? Like there's <laughs> not. But on my good days, that that's what helps is realize no, the bigger purpose that we're going through, the bigger goal that we've decided together is worth it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and to do check-ins um this term was going to it's probably going to be my last term off before graduation in 2 years so that's that's a big deal so we're really trying to do check-ins on what we need to do for us and now we did plan a trip that's probably not going to happen but <laughs> obviously but what can we do with the two of us we started going for walks and doing check-ins we're able to just get out a little bit more um, and that type of thing, just to make sure that we're ready, we're prepared, we know what's coming, but in the way we still don't, right? And to kind of, dare I say, be flexible. <laughs> um, yeah, that also is very helpful. Amazing.
3: Yeah.
0: I think there's there's a lot there for for us as us as uh, couples, right? Uh, us as parents, even, right? Like we're talking about supporting your spouses. Aspirations and dreams, right? But you can apply a lot of the same things that we're talking about to supporting your child's needs. And and I love that this comes from a heartbeat of of putting the other first. And I think uh, whenever we do that, we're most like Jesus. Krista, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm wondering if you would like to uh, just take a moment as we wrap up and pray uh, mm-hmm. for all those listening and the situations that they find themselves in. Some may find it very easy uh, to sacrifice and give. Uh, and some may just be in a space where that's difficult at the moment, so uh, would you lead us and lead those who are listening uh, in a time of prayer?
1: We'll do, for sure, and dear God, we just come to you right now, and we just give our hopes and our dreams and our passions, God, we just give them to you. You're the one who directs us. You're the one who fills us, and God, we just pray that Whoever may be listening right now, that you'll just surround them, God, with your peace, your comfort, and just renew. If anyone is looking for new desires, new hopes, and dreams, God, we just feel, pray that you will fill them, God. Just fill them to overflowing with things that um, you would love to see from them. You that you are given them these these desires and these ways to serve you, God. And we just pray that they will just come out and they will be known. And God, we just thank you for this journey that we're all on as, as spouses with our kids. And God, we just thank you that we have these little, little uh, eyes watching us. And God, we thank you for the journey that we go on as families with all this. So God, we just, we could play, pray protection over our little eyes that are watching us. And we just pray that we will continue to raise up them up, to then have the their own desires and wants and needs to be out and God, we just thank you for that. We pray that we can, as parents, can show them the way to those and to you, God. And all this, we say, Amen.
0: Amen. Well, thank you again, uh, Christian, Andrew, and Jen for for being with us. Um, as you parent, know that you're not parenting alone. That there are people around you that are supporting you and praying for you. And if there's anything that you need, please feel free uh, to reach out. Um, You are not parenting alone. And so again, thank you for joining us today. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Parent Hub Live Family Podcast.